Praise the Lord out there, everyone in podcast land. This is Dr. Dennis James Woods, and we're here with you one more time with the Revelation Revolution podcast. Today is January the 11th, 2011, and oh boy, are we living in some interesting times. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Woo. I tell you, this last week has been something in America, but we're not going to be labored the time uh, talking about uh, the Trump administration or the ins- uh, attempted insurrection. Uh, but the bottom line is we know that God is in control. And so we just thank God for all of you tuning in on today. And I've got some exciting news about my new books and I uh, got some uh, some great offers that I want to offer to our podcast listeners. So stay tuned. We're going to be getting into the substance of both of my books and we're going to be tackling some tough, tough uh, uh, questions and doctrinal uh, positions that are typically held by and promoted by pre-trib. So don't touch that dial. Stay with us. I just have to inform you, though, that you have just entered another exciting episode of the Revelation Revolution. Praise the Lord out there again, everyone. Yes, I tell you, we are so excited to uh, be here again with you. We've made it over to a new year, a new decade. And uh, I tell you, this year promises, promises just like every other year, uh, to be challenging. Uh, we're going to be, we're, we'll face things that we haven't faced before. There will be uh, just different things that, that life goes on, but there's always new things that happen in a new year so um and unfortunately we have to start out in america like we are right now because of the current administration and it's just such a shame you know uh, and i'm not going to spend a lot of time on this insurrection thing but the terrible thing is is that you have 70 million people who have bought into the great lies that the election was stolen you know Donald Trump the other day even in his uh, speech after the insurrection and the riots in, uh, at the Capitol building he was saying how he won in the landslide ladies and gentlemen that's just not true it isn't true and uh, as we heard from the uh, uh, Secretary of State uh, from uh, Georgia who just methodically went through all of the the counter narratives that uh, the went through and debunked all of the claims of the Trump administration about 5,000 dead people voting and all of this. It's just ridiculous. And, and, the, and the man was upset. He said, President, President Trump, you need to stop before somebody gets hurt. And then 
that's exactly what ended up happening okay because you, you incite people if you incite a mob you can't control them you know and that's one of the things and then to hear the president himself on the phone trying to pressure the secretary of state of georgia uh to find eleven thousand votes i think he said what is it eleven thousand seven hundred or 280 or whatever it was i mean he had it down to the vote right he had the count that he needed and to find them votes now now ladies and gentlemen why accuse somebody of committing election fraud when they got you on tape trying to do the exact same thing he's telling this man to find the votes then what ends up happening well that didn't work it didn't work in any of the state courts it didn't work in any of the districts uh, federal district courts it didn't work in any of the federal appellate courts it didn't work twice with the supreme court no evidence was ever found but one of the things that i did find very interesting most of the senators that um um uh, Re, uh, opposed or refused to, uh, or, or uh, opposed the certification of their electoral votes during that uh, hearing in Congress, they were all saying there's 70 million people out there who believe the election was stolen. Well, the reason why they believe it, and notice they didn't say they believed it, they were speaking on the behalf of the people that do. And the reason that the people that do believe that believe it is because they, they have a liar that has told them this is what has happened and then this same liar on the day that he held his rally told them we're gonna walk over there to the capitol building i'm gonna be with you no he wasn't with him he went the other direction he, he wouldn't hid in the white house while these people tried to take over the capitol building and the bad thing about that is is he just threw pence under the bus he lied to the people and told them pence had the power to overturn that vote and he did not him and Pence had it out over that. Pence tried to tell the man, the attorney tried to tell Trump, listen, Pence doesn't have the authority to do this. Why are you egging the people on like he can do something and then going to blame it on Pence if it doesn't go down? And that's exactly what happened. After they stormed uh, the, the Capitol building and uh, uh, people were, were ended up getting shot and hurt, they beat a security guard. They, they beat, beat one of the uh, Capitol police officers to death with a fire extinguisher is this the law in order that he's talking about this is law and order where you have people who think they can do this threw pence under the bus ladies and gentlemen and then the people are chanting hang pence ladies and gentlemen lawlessness just didn't happen this summer well, we found cities burning because of blacks being killed, unarmed blacks being killed by police officers. No, that's not just lawless. See, see on Fox News and all of them, they were just talking about how lawless and how all of that anarchy and they were using all of these terms. No. Let me tell you something. Black people would have never did what that mob did to the Capitol building. We would have never done that. Never. We will march peacefully. We would do that. But we have. We would have never come to try to take over a session of the joint meeting of Congress and, it, and, and try to overthrow an election by mob 
force. Black people would have never done that. Never. We would have never done it. And had they even fought somebody like Black Lives Matter or some uh, some other type of radical black groups, because you got them out there now. Uh, but the bottom line is, if they were coming to Washington, they would have they would have shot cruise missiles at them. I mean, they would have just it it it, it would have been a slaughter. But ladies and gentlemen, what we saw the other day was just completely shameful. And so, what we need to do is pray for our country. We really need to pray for it and pray. Glory to God. I know uh, uh, Biden has his work cut out for him. Uh, and I, I, I know that Biden and uh, uh, Harris had their work cut out for them. Glory to God. They're not perfect. They're, I'm not worshiping them. Uh, if, if they if they mess up, I'll say something to them about them too. But I, I just I just needed to say a little bit about that. And hopefully uh, I haven't offended anybody or anything like that. But the bottom line is, is this. What we saw the other day was just a historic 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 shameful event in America that has leaders and people all around the world criticizing the United States the United States hit a low on Wednesday that the world has never witnessed and it was quite destabilizing if you really want to hear the truth and uh, so uh, and to those that lost their lives particularly the um, uh, the officer that lost his life the young lady that lost her life was an ex uh, Air Force person uh, you had uh, Capitol Police involved they were letting people in taking selfies all of them getting punished you had people resigning you have people uh, uh, resigning from the cabinet you have people quitting you have people abandoning uh, Trump and also uh, the latest news is is that I believe they said uh, Attorney General former Attorney General Barr and Giuliani uh, or one of no not Giuliani one of the other Trump's lawyers told him that trying to pardon himself would not be a good idea because the the inference is is when you ask for a pardon you're admitting that you did something wrong and they said by doing that he invites lawsuits out the yin yang so they were telling him not to do it and also another thing that is being said since Trump is may not be able to pardon himself now he's not interested in pardoning anybody else because it's all about him and like a big kid who can't get his way he's pouting and he's tantruming and this is a dangerous situation because we have a, a, the a world's most powerful individual who acts like a two year old who can't get his way and who will lie in a minute to cause destruction and it is just completely shameful uh, that what is going on but anyway uh, I got that out of the way so we won't we won't bring him up anymore uh, I just wanted to announce to you guys that I have two new books out on the market the first one is called you must know the times and so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play my uh, commercial uh, for this uh, tune uh, for this book and then we'll get right back into telling you all about it and some great offers that I'm gonna give you you must know the times answers to 25 essential questions on end times prophecy a powerful new book by Dennis James Woods 
wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes, and floods that devastates entire communities, global pandemics that kills hundreds of thousands of people, social injustice, unrest, and lawlessness that threatens our societies. Where is this world heading? And what does the Bible say about the end times? You Must Know the Times is an eye-opening book specifically designed to educate readers about the last days. You will learn what the Bible says about conflicts in the Middle East, the Tribulation Period, the Nation of Israel, the Mark of the Beast, the Antichrist, Armageddon, the Rapture of the Church, and many more essential topics. Get your copy today of You Must Know the Times by Dennis James Woods at Amazon, iTunes, Google Books, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Wow, wasn't that great? I tell you, you must know the times. Now, let me tell you about this book. I'm going to read the back cover. It says, the world is spiraling out of control at an alarming pace. Wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes, and flood, floods devastate entire communities. Global pandemics kill hundreds of thousands of people. Social injustice, civil unrest, and lawlessness threaten our societies. Political instability and the threat of war increase hostilities between nations. The birth pangs of distress are getting more intense each day. The question is, what do all these things mean and where is this world headed? Unfortunately, at a time when people need answers the most, many do not know what the Bible says about the end times. You Must Know the Times is an eye-opening book specifically designed to educate readers on a wide range of subjects concerning the last days. This book will equip you to discern the times in which we now live. You will learn what the Bible says about the signs of the times, the conflicts in the Middle East, the tribulation period, the nation of Israel, the mark of the beast, the Antichrist, the battle of Armageddon, the rapture of the church, the return of the Lord, and many more essential topics. Discover the powerful message the book of Revelation has for Christians and the perils that await a rebellious world. The Lord warns, Look, I am coming like a thief, the one who is alert and keeps and and remains clothed is blessed. Therefore, it is vitally important that you must know the times. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is a great, great book. I cover many, many subjects. Now, this book is designed, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know a lot about Bible prophecy. As a matter of fact, a lot of you who listen to my podcast, I'm teaching the heavier, weightier, weightier, excuse me, <laughs> subjects uh, um, uh, concerning eschatology. And, uh, and eschatology itself is a $2 theological word, which means to study the theological study of the end times. But the bottom line is, is this. Many people don't know the basics concerning the end times. And so what I've done in this book is I've, as I've, uh, I have several tops, topics in here, like what is eschatology? I, I asked the question, uh, you know, because a lot of people don't know what that word is. Word means 
means and what is it what is eschatology concerning what does it cover what are the topics that are involved in eschatology and so we we cover we do a chapter on that uh, are these the last days you know a lot of people ask you know what, what what are the last days are we really in the last days you know and that's a that's a valid question you know uh there's a long and a short answer to that there's a long view and a, and a narrower view of what the last days are so you get the book and you'll find out what i mean by that it says what is uh, what is the day of the lord uh, the day of the Lord. What is that? Uh, actually, the day of the Lord is the is the is the period known in the Old and New Testament is the time of God's wrath, where He pours His wrath out on the world. We we go through all of that. Uh, what did Jesus have to say about the last days? We this is where we cover the Mount Olivet discourse, where Jesus gives the signs of the end of the world. You know the wars and rumors of world wars and rumors of war, and uh, the rise of false prophets, the rise of false Christ distress amongst, uh, amongst nations, fearful sightings in the heavens, all of these things, uh, earthquakes, famines, floods, pestilence like COVID-19, you know, anytime you get something global like this, you, you need to pay attention to it because this, this is a global phenomenon. I mean, you talk about churches have been shut down, businesses, whole governments, whole countries have shut down. I think England just went into a national shutdown just here uh, uh, last week. Uh, because of uh, this new strain of virus because this hasn't gone away so you know Jesus talks about that and he calls these the birth pangs you know just like as a woman when she's ready to uh, give birth her she starts getting these sharp pains and not only do they increase in ten intensity but they also increase in frequency and so then we talk about what is the abomination of desolation you know these things this it sounds scary and in a sense it really is it's when the Antichrist or the beast of revelation walks into the temple of God and calls himself God and, 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 and blasphemes and desecrates the temple uh, that hasn't been built yet but it will be okay what is Daniel's 70 weeks Daniel uh, tells us in, in the book of Daniel and uh, uh, chapter uh, 9 he gives us God's prophetic calendar that is basically uh, uh, segmented in prophetic weeks so just as a regular week has 7 days a prophetic week has 7 years very interesting study of how all that is calculated just long story short so you know there's only one prophetic week left okay there's a 7 year period and this is why a lot of people call it a seven year tribulation and a lot all of that it's been on hold for a long long time since uh since the time since the death of christ okay so um uh so uh, then we talk about the 70 week then then i get into who is the antichrist we do a study on the word antichrist and about about the person who is also synonymous with the beast we also talk about who is the false prophet uh what is the mark of the beast what is armageddon what is that battle who's going to be in it where is it going to be fought all of that stuff what is the rapture of the church you know a lot of people there's a lot of mystery around the rapture there's a lot of things that people don't know glory to god because in a lot of churches they don't teach on this stuff you know you hear terms used but they don't teach on it so the, you have a lot of ignorance in the church concerning these things is what is the second advent of christ christ is coming back how is that different than the rapture of the church okay what is the millennium 
the millennium. This the, the millennium, not millennials. Millennium means a thousand years, and there's a thousand year period where the Lord is going to return back to the earth, and He's going to rule from Jerusalem. Yes, that's what the millennium is. You have to t read about that. What are the two resurrections? We talk about that. What is the judgment seat of Christ? Well, this is the judgment seat of Christ is where Christians get their rewards. Amen. Uh, then we talk about why is the nation of Israel key to Bible prophecy? What is going on with Israel? Why is that? Why, why were evangelicals so giddy when tr Donald Trump moved the American embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem? What was all the hoopla about that? Kushner, uh, Jerry Kushner making his uh, debut on the international uh, scene by being the keynote speaker at that event. What is going on with Israel? And why is Israel key to prophecy? Ladies and gentlemen, it goes all the way back to Abraham. Oh, glory to God. You're going to learn all about this. Okay, uh, then we talk about will there be a temple built in Jerusalem? Is Israel going to get another temple? Well, if you remember in uh, on May 14, 2018, on Israel's 70th birthday, Benjamin Netanyahu, Prime Minister of Israel, he actually, during his speech, mentioned the two temples. He mentioned Solomon's temple. He mentioned Zerubbabel's temple. Which, uh, but he skipped over the Herodian temple, really, because the Herodian temple is Zerubbabel's temple. It's just that uh, Herod and Jesus they did some renovations and, and, and did some additions to that temple. Uh, but that temple was destroyed in 70 A.D. Israel was expelled from the land, uh, and uh, the Jews were scattered all over the world, just as it had been prophesied by the Lord. And uh, in 1948, they reestablished as a nation in one day. Okay, so bottom line. Is, is now Israel is back eventually now that they're back in that land they've been back there 70 years without a temple eventually they're going to build one and that's the one the Antichrist is going to desecrate okay so um, and then that's getting back but one another comment I wanted to make one of the studies that we do is on the mark of the beast uh, there was a, uh, a video that went viral during this pandemic saying that the mark of the beast was going to be given in the vaccine for COVID-19 which is completely stupid this and as a matter of fact that's what led me to write the book because there was so much ignorance I was getting calls from ministers who should, really should have known better but you know hey when you don't study this stuff you don't know and you hear something that sounds credible you you can run with it so that's that's why I'm writing this book so people will know these things uh, uh, so uh, then who are the two witnesses of revelation who are the 144,000 Israel the land of unwalled villages I talk about how Israel is going to drop her guard when she does when there's, there's going to be a peace a, a agreement uh, and eventually uh, uh, Israel is going to be attacked by Russia, Persia, Ethiopia, Libya and uh, Turkey and Eastern Europe nations all of this is talked about in the Bible in, uh, in the prophet Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39 and this is what was so hypocritical to me with a lot of evangelicals now I don't have any problem with evangelicals as Christian brothers but I'm just saying a lot that they're, they're, they're the ones that you hear most of you know white evangelical churches and all of this stuff this you hear about them so the, one of the reasons why they were so giddy with Trump and doing all this stuff in the Middle 
releases because you know of what he was doing say well as long as we protect Israel and stay with Israel and all of that the United States is going to be blessed and there's room for that for that for that concept because uh, of what God promised Abraham I will bless those that bless you I will curse those that curse you I, I, I don't have any problem with being friends with Israel that's that's a good thing for America I, I don't have any problem with that whatsoever the problem is as well Trump was doing mainly super uh, superficial things with Israel nothing extremely substantive uh, that any other administration hasn't done which is basically give them military arms and aid and help them support them in other ways that Donald Trump is not the first president that has supported Israel that they they did have somewhat of a contentious relationship under the Obama administration but we never stopped supporting them we never stopped helping them uh, under Jimmy Carter uh, Reagan all of these people we had a great relationship with Israel ever since they've been formed as a nation we were the first country to to uh, vote for vote uh, vote them in in the UN recognize them as a nation you know we 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 sent billions of dollars over there and we still do where there's a, they're our best ally in the Middle East okay that's before Donald Trump so the bottom line so I don't have a problem with America supporting Israel but the issue is with Donald Trump was that not only was he a friend of Israel he was also for some reason beholden to Russia now here's where the contradiction comes in the contradiction comes in while he was a friend to Israel he was also beholden to Putin Russia is the country that's going to attack Israel and it is called Gog and Magog in Ezekiel so we talk about that uh, glory to God uh, uh, Israel being the land of unwalled villages uh, then I also talk about in my book what role do angels play in end time prophecy the new heaven and the new earth that's coming glory to God what is the thief in the night and the last I save it to the last will the church go through the tribulation and so uh, I'm not going to tell I'm not going to give you my answer now but these are the things that I talk about in the first book now I wrote two books I wrote two of them and I'm going to make you an offer to get them both the second book that I wrote is Revelation Revolution the Antichrist Angels and the Abyss now this is part one of an apologetic series that I'm releasing on these subjects and I'm telling you ladies and gentlemen this book is the theological argument of, of why one of the main principles of pre-tribulationism which is the restrainer being the Holy Spirit working through the church to restrain evil in the world which is completely ridiculous and we're going to be talking about that uh, today uh, talking about the, the, the Holy Spirit restraining evil through the world uh, in the world through the church with all the problems that the church has and all the places the church isn't at you know, around the world I mean so the church is supposed to be restraining evil in North Korea and Russia they don't have churches over there so how is it possible you know it's just a ridiculous thing that they came up with when they developed pre-tribulationism and I talk about it in my book I I, I do a historical perspective uh, in Revelation Revolution you're going to learn about um, how pre-trib came to the United States. We're gonna, and these, these are the chapters. The impact of John Nelson Darby. Uh, John Nelson Darby was an uh, Anglican minister who basically 
brought the concept of that we have today of dispensationalism. Now, there are other scholars that say, well, there are other people who saw that taught dispensationalism. But when they say, say dispensationalism, what they're really referring to is other scholars who saw a difference between the church and Israel. Uh, but, 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 but dispensationalism that we have in the United States today that Darby brought was much more expanded beyond that. It wasn't just the two programs for the church uh, and, the, and Israel. No, he, he, he found the seven different covenants he called the seven different uh, covenants and the seven different dispensations uh, and, and dispensationalists don't even agree on how many dispensations there are but Darby brought all that to the United States Darby got in the, he got in the circuit with a lot of the key players here like Dwight uh, uh, Moody and Blackstone and all these other big uh, evangelical people at the time and uh, 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 his dispensational and pre-tribulationism through him really began to spread but what really took it worldwide was is when uh, C.I. Schofield picked it up and put it in his uh, uh, made it a, a thematic through his Schofield reference Bible which was immensely popular and that's how dispensationalism went around the world it got to the lay people the professors and the scholars and the big time pastors they were all talking about it in their conferences during the 18 the early 1800s uh, like 1830 1840 1850 all during that period as, as you know this is the period where we were going through the Civil War, C.I. Schofield was actually a uh, Confederate soldier who fought for the uh, 7th Regiment of Tennessee, and so uh, uh, so we kind of get an idea of his <laughs> his worldview. He was a Confederate, right? So uh, it was like like people like me right now. If it was left up to Darby, we'd still be in chains, we'd still be in servitude because that's what the gallant South was all about. Okay, unfortunately, but uh, thank God that he 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 saw fit uh, to to not let that continue but so in this book we talk of the first uh, uh first chapters uh uh john nelson darby then we would then i set the stage uh before my theological argument and then uh, uh i get into is the holy spirit the restrainer of second thessalonians then i go through the restraining ministry of angels and then my book is is different here because woods the one of the chapter six is the woods pentecost challenge uh dwight pentecost is one of the what was because he's gone home to be with the Lord now was one of the top evangelical pre-tribulationist pre-trib rapture theorists who wrote an expansive uh, one of the first expansive uh, reference books uh, on pre-tribulationism called Things to Come it was published like in 1958 and it is it, it has been the oh, it, for many many decades was just the bible on uh, on pre-tribulationism I mean everything you wanted to know now he was also another person that was uh, also a very prominent was Dr. John Walvoord. Now, these two men, I actually challenge. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're going to read in this book, uh, Revelation Revolution, The Antichrist, Angel, and the Abyss, are not just my opinions. What I did, ladies and gentlemen, I took the scriptures, showed pre-trib where they were wrong about the restrainer, because being wrong about the restrainer is fundamental to the position. It's not the only thing the position is based on, but it's fundamental. It's fundamental, trust me. And so what I did is I wrote to both of these scholars, Dr. Pentecost and Dr. Walvoord, and I told them, I says, listen, this is where your theory is wrong. I included the correspondence between myself and both of these 
these people because they wrote me back. Dr. Dwight Pentecost actually took uh, had my paper, had made handwritten notations and comments on the paper. I put that paper in the book. I put it in there, ladies and gentlemen, what Dr. Pentecost admitted and how he tried to sidestep uh, uh, when I backed him in the corner using his own material. Now, I used, I used uh, things to come. The book he wrote, I took his material and argued against him using the Bible. And this man couldn't say nothing but some stupid stuff. You will be amazed how this theologian responded to me. But see, no one would believe this because they would say, Dr. Woods, oh, Dr. Pentecost would never say anything like that. No, I got him in his own handwriting. And the appendix of my book is the very paper that I sent to him with Dr. Pentecost's own handwritten notations, the comments he made. I have his letter that he sent me back as well as the letter from Dr. John Walvoord, who was the chancellor and the president of Dallas Theological Seminary. So uh, I went straight to the top with these issues. Ladies and gentlemen, if the restrainer is not the Holy Spirit, then pre-trib and the pre-trib rapture is in trouble. It's in trouble. And we're going to be going over tonight about this restrainer thing and about this whole concept about uh, how the Holy Spirit is supposed to be the restrainer, uh, is restraining evil in the world through the church. You know, you know that's all the problems we have in the church and the world and in Christians, the heart of Christians and all of the stuff in the world. How is the Holy Spirit restraining evil through the church? That's that is so ridiculous that it just it just it's, it's just mind boggling. But this is the tradition, and they do and they say this without any proof in the Bible. That's the other part. And the stuff that they should have used, well, the scriptures not stuff, but the scriptures they should have used in the uh, in the Bible to prove where the beast was being restrained, who does the restraining. Instead of using those scriptures, they didn't use any of those. It, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, 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 when a case is overturned, like somebody that's on death row. Okay, and then they find out it was evidence that was never given to the jury, so the jury could make the right decision. That evidence was held back. Okay, this is what these scholars did. They knew there were other there was other information in the Bible, but they created this whole idea of a Holy Spirit restraining through the church to restrain evil. They created that, ladies and gentlemen. That is not in the Bible, okay? But what is in the Bible? Who is doing the restraining? Okay, we have that. We have those scriptures, and so I wrote these. That I didn't just argue with Pastor Pete down the street. No, or or or, or this this person on the internet. No, I went to the university. I went to the seminaries where the people who write the reference books and I challenged them. So I'm not worried about what Pastor Joe or down the street thinks because I went to the top. I didn't did deal with people at my level. I went straight over my head, straight up to the top and challenged these guys and you would be surprised what they said. This is part of my book. So this is why my book is different than any other you'll get on this subject. Uh, then, I, then I go through the chapter on providential and tactical restraint. And what is it that I mean when I use these terms, the correspondence with Dr. Pentecost and Walvoord, I go through their letters, I go through their comments step by step so you could see the fallacy and their responses to me. Then I have a chapter, not even Michael, because you have people like Dr. John, uh, 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 John MacArthur, who does include uh, Michael as a potential restrainer. He, he, he negates him for some very fr frivolous reasons, but the bottom line is, 
is that their concept is well if Michael can't do it then no other angel can do it move on which is completely ridiculous I, I, I completely debunk his his arguments as well uh, then I bring up uh, another uh, another chapter that the Holy Spirit is our helper see the, 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 the Holy Spirit helps humans but the Holy Spirit doesn't help angels that's that's another issue altogether, ladies and gentlemen. You are going to be uh, 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 really helped by this book. And then finally, I I, uh, I go through what difference does it make? What difference does it make if the restrainer is not the uh, Holy Spirit? How does that affect us as the church? How do what impact would that have, ladies and gentlemen? That will be devastating if you think evangelicals were stunned when Donald Trump lost the election if you think they were stunned then wait till they find out that when that temple is built and that covenant is signed and the church is still here what do you think it's going to be like you have always said if preach rib is right and we're gone before all the trouble praise God who's going to argue with that I'll apologize when we get to heaven not a problem not a problem at all but ladies and gentlemen what's at stake if pre-trib is wrong that's the question we should be asking and you have millions of people all around millions of Christians all around the world who put all of their eschatological eggs in a pre-trib basket ladies and gentlemen and that basket has a huge hole in it and them eggs are going to fall through that basket ladies and gentlemen you have to get this book now this is what I would want this is what I want to do what I want to do is both of my books are $15 they're both $15 plus uh, adding $5 for shipping so if you if you would if you were to get uh, both of these books from me and I'll autograph them to you if you were to get both of these books from me it would cost you at least $40 but what I'm going to do if you will buy pay full price for you must know the times which is $15 they're both $15 and pay the postage for this book and Revelation Revolution for $25 I'll go ahead and send you both books I will autograph both of them I will send you both books for $25 instead of you paying uh, the uh, uh, $40 for it you could get them directly from me and I will I will give them to you for $25 both books shipped and everything autographed specifically to you all you have to do glory to God all you have to do if you want these books I'm telling you of course you can get them on Amazon you can get them at Wal uh, Revelation Revolution is sold at, uh, on, on, at Walmart you can get it at Walmart if you want uh, you, you can go to christianbook.com and you can get you must know the time you can get them both at Amazon you can get them at Barnes and Noble uh, you can get them at uh, 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 Books a Million you can go to iTunes download the ebook you can get the ebook they're, they're all over the place Kobo everything uh, I released a book all over the world through my own publishing company so you know the bottom line is ladies and gentlemen I made the book available to you but you can also get them from me now if you get them from me I'm going to autograph have them for you 
and send them out. And to my podcast listeners that listen to Revelation Revolution, you guys have been listening to me for so long. I really, really love the fact that we I have so many downloads and listens. I give you the opportunity to reach out to me. All you have to do is email me. Send me an email. Tell them, say, Dr. Woods, I want, I want to take you up on the offer. I would like both books autographed to me, sent to me for $25. I will end the email. I will answer you and tell you how you can either Zale me or PayPal me. But you got to send me the email. You send the email to PhD Ministries. That's one word P, like in Papa, H as in Hotel, D as in Dennis, PhD as a person with a degree, PhD Ministries, one word, then the number 400 all ran together. PhD Ministries spelled out the number 400 at att.net. Let me say that again. PhD Ministries 400 at att.net. Email me, say, I, Dr. Woods, I heard you on the Revelation Revolution podcast, and I and I want to get your books, uh, and I want to take advantage of the fifteen dollars savings. So you basically what you're doing is you're getting a book free. So uh, 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 to take advantage of the fifteen dollars savings, all you're doing is paying full price for the first book, uh, and uh, you're paying the shipping, which is twenty dollars, which would be the five dollars, and then you're paying the ship the shipping for the second book which is the other five dollars because uh putting the two books in the envelope and all of that and mailing it i can't mail it first class and then and now it has to come to you because it's too heavy because then it has to come to you priority mail so we need to to cover the shipping on that so i will send you both of those books i will send it to you uh, all you have to do is email me at phd ministries PhD Ministries 400 at att.net. Now, I also would like to uh, say this year, I just believe this is a special year for my wife and I uh, in ministry. And I just believe I'm speaking to somebody out there right now. There might be someone out there that might want to get a hold of us to contact. Maybe, maybe, maybe I should be and have a ministry that's on cable, that's on the cable networks, that's on Word Network or TBN or what are the Daystar or one of these others, but we need the finances to do that. And so maybe there may be some out there, somebody out there who, who God will touch your heart, uh, glory to God, to hear this message. This is a message that needs to get out to people. So many people have bought into the tradition and they're not going to be prepared. When things go down, people are going to be completely confused. And then on top of it, you now have theologians such as John MacArthur and others and many others now who are not teaching that if you are still here uh, 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 and you get the mark of the beast, you can still be redeemed after getting the mark of the beast, which is a complete lie. That is a fallacy of 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 humongous proportions of that will have eternal consequences. This is serious, ladies and gentlemen. Just imagine people who thought they were going to be gone still here, and persecution begins. Just like Jesus said, just like Paul said. Paul said there was going to be a great falling away. Well, one of the reasons people are going to fall away when they find out the pre-trib rapture was based on things that aren't in the Bible. 
And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not just making it up because I have another doctrine. I wrote the scholars. I want to share that information with you. You need to see this. If you want to see what they said in their own handwriting to me, you need to get my book, Revelation Revolution. And I'm telling you, once you go through it, you will understand it. I have taught pastors, have sat at my table in my home and have been blown away when I had showed them what pre-trib teaches, what they said, and what they left out of the scriptures they left out when they were developing their theory and how it's going to cause complete confusion in the future. Listen, people believe lies all the time. We've seen this with Donald Trump. You've got 70 million people who believe that the election was overthrown. It was stolen when it wasn't. Ladies and gentlemen, they went to court, the Supreme Court, the the justices that he put in power, that that he recommended, people that he appointed to the courts, to the lower courts, to the appellate courts, to the district courts, the people that he put in, they all was against him. You even had Lindsey Graham saying, okay, it's over with, it's done, I'm finished, I'm not backing this anymore, because they all know that Trump was lying. And then again, like I said, what he did to poor Pence, you know, I, I almost feel sorry for Pence, you know, uh, you know how he did the guy. And Pence really does seem to be a dis- decent guy, whether he's Republican or not. I believe he's, a, you know, I, I just believe he's a he's a decent man. I don't I don't have any problems with Pence. But look at the position that his own president put him in. This man was loyal to him. But as you see in one of my other podcasts, I talked about the uh, how how um, uh, how Donald Trump actually, uh, ladies and gentlemen, exhibited a lot of the characteristics that the Antichrist is going to have. And one of those is it's causing deceit to prosper. Uh, in Daniel, it talks about the Antichrist will be a master at that, causing lies. Deceit means to be deceitful, a liar, or deceptive. Uh, the, 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 the art of deception in politics, it's, it's, we have seen how powerful it is. How powerful. Donald Trump convinced those rioters, those insurrectionists to go to the Capitol building. They stormed the Capitol building, ladies and gentlemen, under the pretense that they could turn the election around. Under the pretense that uh, President, Vice President uh, Pence refused to help him out and do something that was illegal for him to do. And he convinced them that they could be done. And it couldn't be done. He convinced these people to go, and now a lot of these people are running from the authorities. Ladies and gentlemen, he has caused lawlessness in our nation. So let's let's not just look at the urban cities and talk about all the riotous black people. No, no, no. There were white folks out there. We, Like I said before, black people would have never done anything like that. We have never been that type of insurrectionist where we have tried to overthrow a government. I mean, my God. I mean, you talk about uh, busing and fair housing and equal rights and, 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 and not having our neighborhoods redlined and giving fair opportunities to, to live in a good house and, and, and go to a good school school real march for stuff like that but to overthrow the government i mean come on that is off the chain and only people who are under deception by a powerful person who knows how to work a lie but this is some of the characteristics of the antichrist to come we're seeing it the world's being prepared for it and so we have to understand that so i'm going to play one more time and let me take a break and then we're going to come back with our lesson 
You must know the times. Answers to 25 essential questions on end times prophecy. A powerful new book by Dennis James Woods. Wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes, and floods that devastates entire communities. Global pandemics that kills hundreds of thousands of people. Social injustice, unrest, and lawlessness that threatens our societies. Where is this world heading? And what does the Bible say about the end times? You must know the times is an eye-opening book specifically designed to educate readers about the last days. You will learn what the Bible says about conflicts in the Middle East, the tribulation period, the nation of Israel, the mark of the beast, the Antichrist, Armageddon, the rapture of the church, and many more essential topics. Get your copy today of You Must Know the Times by Dennis James Woods at Amazon, iTunes, Google Books, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Once again, I'd love to send you both of my books, You Must Know the Times and Revolution, Revelation Revolution, The Antichrist, Angels, and The Abyss. And before I get into my lesson, let me just read uh, from the back cover of the Revelation Revolution. The Angels are... The Antichrist, Angels, and the Abyss. This is what it says. The book of Revelation is the most mysterious and controversial book of the Bible. Yet, God intended that Christians be enriched by its enduring message. Even though Revelation has a blessing for those who read it, many believers still avoid this inspired book. Could one reason be that they have been taught that most of Revelation does not apply to Christians? In this first volume of the End Time Apologetic series, the author challenges the pre-tribulation rapture, rapture position and uncovers how many Christians may not be prepared for prophetic events to come. Although many promote pre-trib as a fact, in reality, it is a theory that gained traction in America in the 19th century, further popularized after being published in an immensely popular reference Bible. Pre-trib quickly became the preferred rapture position. As we see prophetic events prophetic fulfillment happening in the Middle East and around the world, the real question is, what happens if the pre-trib rapture theory is wrong? How will Christians respond if the church is not raptured before prophetic events occur? Will history repeat itself? Will there be a group of modern day Thessalonians whose faith will be shaken. In this powerful book, discover how facts concerning the Antichrist, angels, and the abyss are a game changer for the pre-tribulation rapture position. Learn what effect it would have if the Holy Spirit is not the restrainer of 2 Thessalonians. See actual correspondence between the author and two of the most esteemed dispensational scholars who made some surprising admissions about who's really restraining the Antichrist. Will end time events actually turn out as portrayed in the Left Behind series?
Will Christians be prepared for the perilous times to come? What could trigger the great falling away? Be forewarned. Those who have ears, let them hear what the Spirit has to say to Christians concerning the Antichrist, angels, and the abyss. And ladies and gentlemen, I guarantee you, if you get this book, you will be blown away. And I encourage you to get it and share it with other people. Oh, glory to God. I, 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 I want to send you this book. The offer is, is this. Both of my books are $15 a piece. They're very reasonably priced. It takes $5 to mail it out first class for one book. But two books, it's a little more because I have to send it as priority mail. So, this is my offer. If you pay full price for one book, that means $15, and pay the postage for mailing two books, which is going to be another 10 bucks, because I have to send it to you priority mail. Depends on where in the country I send it. Um, then, what I will do is uh, I will send you both books, both books, for twenty-five dollars, as opposed to forty dollars, if I sent it, uh, if you, uh, 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 if you purchase both books individually, I will send you autographed copies of the book. You will get them for for twenty-five bucks. All you have to do is send me an email, PhD Ministries, the number four hundred, all ran together, PhD Ministries the number 400 at att.net and then put in the subject line and I forgot to mention this before put in the uh, subject line I want the book put in the subject line I want the book and uh, we will get them out I will tell you how you can make your payment uh, we we do take uh, PayPal or Zelle uh, you can Zelle us the money that type of thing but we will get the books out to you they'll go out first class and uh, we want you to have these books and another thing uh, I don't I don't know I'm just, just saying it now uh, I would like to my wife and I we would like to expand our ministry maybe to even uh, television or something like that so if there's someone out there who God moves on your heart to help us to help that reality come to pass I just pray because there's so many people there's thousands of people that listen to us I don't know who you are I don't know I don't know maybe there's a God is tugging on your heart to help a ministry PhD Ministries we are 501c3 organization uh, PhD Ministries is our overall ministry where we, where we do our radio broadcasts our podcast all of that falls under a uh, power of the Holy Ghost deliverance ministries which PhD stands for and so uh, uh, maybe you might want to consider uh, uh, making it possible for us to go national uh, with this message on television or helping us with the production or something like that maybe if God puts it on your heart this is a message these this what we're doing now is we're ministering to people and teaching them that the current traditions are going to leave Christians high and dry now God is not going to leave Christians high and dry but the thing is is people's beliefs can steer them in the wrong direction just as we just seen very very clearly an insurrection take place based on a lie based on a non-truth uh, unsubstantiated statements made by a person that people believe and uh, they're willing to follow this man and, and and we're actually seeing some of the things that Antichrist is some of the same things that he's going to do.
Uh, glory to God. Uh, is some of the things that we have witnessed right here in the United States. And it is absolutely uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Listen, uh, we're getting right about the time of about an hour. So I don't want, I'm going to do another podcast to get into a more specific lesson. Uh, but uh, I did want to. Um, um, uh, introduce our two, my two new books to everybody. Again, you must know the times. Answers to twenty-five essential questions on end-time prophecy. Uh, this, this is these. This book is a great book for those who don't know a lot about Bible prophecy that want to get an understanding of what Bible prophecy is all about. This is perfect for you. This is absolutely perfect for you because I cover a, a, a many of the major subjects in a in a small book the book is only 130 pages it's an easy read you can actually probably sit down in a couple of hours and go through the whole book and be very well versed i give you the scriptures and everything you 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 you're really 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 going to enjoy this and then uh, more meteor more of a theological argument is my second book revelation revolution the antichrist angels and the abyss it is the uh, a part of a series called end time apologetic series and this is volume one i'm going to be coming out with some other volumes later Later on uh, as well and uh, uh, I just want to share that information uh, with you again uh, you must know the times 25 uh, answers to 25 essential questions on end time prophecy and revelation revolution the antichrist angels and the abyss and so um uh, we want to give you the opportunity to get both of these books. Uh, give me twenty, uh, pay twenty five dollars full price for one, and shipping and handling for both both of the books, and then I'll give you the second book free. Uh, if you if you bought them separately, it would cost you forty dollars. You're going to get both books for twenty five, so you're saving the price of the cost of one book. Uh, if you call me, uh, not call me, but send me an email. You need to send the email to PhD Ministries four hundred at at t.net put in the subject line i want the book i want your book dr woods and i will autograph it to you and send it back to you first class in the mail you get both copies so you can't beat that uh, other than that you can go to amazon or walmart like i say you can get the, you can get uh antichrist angels in abyss walmart has it you know so when i release this book i release it all over the world so i really don't know which with all stores that you you may end up seeing my book you know because it's my my the, the our distributed distribution is is global so i mean these books books can be bought in russia they can be bought in india china uh the uk canada they all they are they're, they're available at indigo chapters that's the uh the equivalent to uh, uh canada's barnes and noble so yeah yeah these this book is available i want everybody to to get it and so uh god bless you and keep you listen continue to pray for our nation and our country and uh we will uh uh continue to um you know pray as well and uh touch and agree together that we'll get through this dark time i mean america's been through a lot of dark stuff i me myself as an african-american i've seen a lot of ugliness in this country but i'm not bitter i don't have a bitter heart i i i'm not against white evangelicals green evangelicals or black evangelicals <laughs> you know and the funny thing is is the media makes it 
seem like uh, white evangelicals are the only Christians on earth that matter. You know, it's like black evangelicals too, right? <laughs> and, and, and Hispanic evangelicals and Asian evangelicals. I'm, I'm sure evangelicals come in all sizes and shapes, just like any other denomination, of course. And then, and then, you know, you have all of the other Christian denominations that we, you know, we believe in Christ. You know, we don't all believe the same way and all of that. And uh, 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 so, but the bottom line is, uh, w- w- the body of Christ is not just made up of just Jew and uh, uh, of just Jews, but it's Jews and Gentile. But in the body of Christ, there's neither Greek nor Scythian. There's neither a uh, 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 male or female. There's neither bond or free. We're all one in Christ Jesus. But we don't act that way. We don't act that way in our churches. We don't act that uh, that way at all. Uh, glory to God. And we let things come in the uh, midst of us. And uh, this is why it is important not to be caught up in the traditions and all of this of men. Look, we got to get beyond that. When Christ comes, he's looking for a church without spot or wrinkle and uh, us being in the unity of the faith. Glory to God. He's not he's not coming back to um, uh, a divided, wicked, sinful church. And so this is this whole idea. I was just reading something by uh, Dr. Mark Hitchcock, uh, um, Dr. Mark Hitchcock, uh, which is a person I uh, traded emails with some years ago, uh, 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 where he was saying that how God restrains e- evil is that the Holy Spirit restrains evil in the world through the church. And I'm going like, huh? Where's he getting that from? That's not in the Bible. Find the restraining ministry of the Holy Spirit in the Bible. That that he do he's doing this through the church. Now, there are scriptures that they go to to try to pull that concept out. Like when the Holy Spirit comes, he would convict the world of sin. Listen, convicting the world of sin, which in the, that's in the King James, but really in other versions is proving the world wrong about proving to the world wrong about sin is what it, how it really translates. But the bottom line is this. The Holy Spirit, glory to God, working through the church, can't restrain evil in the world. People can't even restrain evil in their own hearts. We can't even restrain the evil in our own churches. We still have just as much divorce, just as much racism, just as much substance abuse, just as much spousal abuse, just as much divorce, just as much stealing. So people cheat on their taxes, they cheat on their wife, they lie, they steal. People still do all this in the church. Why? Because humans, though we are redeemed, we are we haven't perfected our holiness yet. We still have intrinsically evil hearts. And if you scratch any one of us deep enough, it'll come out that's right and we're seeing the evil we're seeing the wickedness come out of Christians that's who was a lot of these people that were at the White House would call themselves or consider themselves evangelical Christians those a lot of those people were not atheists, God-hating people. Some of them might have been, but the average one of them were people who came to, like one lady said, I came to be a part of the revolution because they believed and backed a guy who was a liar. A man who only cares about himself and uses people and discards them like his own vice president. Throw that man under the bus. That's what a wicked heart will do. And Trump calls himself a Christian. 
The bottom line is, ladies and gentlemen, the Holy Spirit in the church doesn't restrain evil in the world. That is a traditional concept that the people that were dispensationalists came up. That's one of their talking points. You can't bear that out with scripture. There's nowhere in the Bible that gives that job description to the Holy Spirit other than the people that came up with the dispensational thing. And they got that from uh, interpreting the uh, restrainer of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 as being the Holy Spirit. Paul didn't say it was the Holy Spirit. We are the ones, people now are the ones that are saying that. I talk about extensively in my book how John Nelson Darby, I quote him through F.F. F. Bruce. F.F. F. Bruce did a piece on it in his uh, in the world uh, 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 in the world Bible commentary uh, that that he's a contributor to, and he actually quoted Darby. Darby said in the past it may have been the Roman government, but now it's the Holy Spirit in the church. He just made that declaration. And what's been happening ever since is people have been trying to attach scriptures to make that concept work throughout the Bible. I go through all of this. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you get Revelation, Revolution, the Antichrist, Angel in the Abyss, ladies and gentlemen, you will be able to see there are serious problems with pre-trib. And that's going to be serious because the closer that we get to the, the fulfillment of these things, ladies and gentlemen, and the church is not raptured yet you are going to have people falling away just like Jesus said just like he said as a matter of fact let me read this scripture to you you know and I know I'm getting getting a, 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 a longer than an hour but I, I wanted to not go too long today you know because I get long winded and I get caught up you know but I'm trying not to I was trying not to do that this time um, what we want to do I want to take you to uh, Matthew chapter 24. I want to read something to you because it's really, really important, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, verses 9 and 10. And I'm going to read this from the NIV because I like the way the NIV says it. It says, uh, uh, nation, verse number 7, it says, Nation shall rise. This is Jesus talking during the, his Mount Olivet discourse uh, to his disciples. This is, Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pangs, okay? Or the beginning of sorrows, as it says in the King James Version. Number 9, he says, Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. Now listen to this. You will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and betray and hate one another. And many false prophets will appear to deceive many people. So listen, ladies and gentlemen. And then it says, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. See, this is what Jesus is saying, because iniquity abounds, because iniquity keeps increasing. People's love for one another is going to go cold. They're going to attack and hate one another. That's going to be the characteristic. We're seeing it. We just saw it last Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. We saw people who, who would normally be in a church and 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 and. And on Sundays, with you, you, you wouldn't know that they could be insurrectionists. You wouldn't know this about them. Glory to God. But here they are being deceived because Jesus says this will be the time of deception. And, and, 
and, and there's deception to go around on both sides. All of us are susceptible to being duped, particularly by a politician. There ain't nobody now. This is not a a treatise on love or on trust politicians. Okay, it's not one of those. Look, listen. I wouldn't put my life in Biden or Kamala Harris's hand. My hand is in Jesus, and in the unhand changing hands of God. I don't trust in man. The Bible says, "Cursed is the man that trusts." in man you better not put your trust in a human being human beings mean well but we all basically have wicked hearts we all do none of us are righteous on our own none of us none of us are righteous on our own please do not get it confused if it were not for the atoning blood of Jesus Christ and the forensic declaration that we that that we have been in right we have been declared righteous that's what I mean by forensics declared righteous impute by divine imputation Christ takes our wickedness put uh, God takes our wickedness and put it on Christ in exchange he took Christ's righteousness and put it on us it's called the great exchange that's how we are righteous none of us are righteous none of us deserve Christ it's not like we deserve this that on our own we have some righteousness we have no God says all of our righteousness is as filthy rags those filthy rags there are, are, are related to a woman's menstrual rags foul that's what it means okay Sorry, sisters, but that's the Bible can be very graphic. The bottom line is, is this. If our righteousness is no good, like filthy rags before God, we don't even need to talk about your iniquity. We don't even, we can just stay with your righteousness. That's no good. So how is it that we think we're not Jesus, you know, even Jesus says You being evil If you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children Don't you know that the Holy Spirit God, the Father will give you the Holy Spirit If you ask him He's talking to us and saying, he said, you being evil Yes, that's where we're all fallen Ladies and gentlemen We are help, hopelessly fallen that's why Paul says when you were once in the world without God without hope without God in the world you had no hope <laughs> this is what you were before he called you and brought you in and cleaned you up and gave you the gift of his precious Holy Spirit who sealed you into the day of redemption that's why you're righteous other than that we are not righteous and because we're not righteous, God is not using the church to restrain evil when a lot of the evil that we see in this world has come from people who call themselves Christians. Those were Christians who were lynching black people and then going to church the next day. Bringing their wife and kids, coming out to the city square. Come on, let's have us a barbecue. Set a black man on fire and swing him from a tree and watch him dangle around on a, on a string while they ate popcorn and, and pat their uh, sons on the head and see this is what happens to one of them. I don't want to use the word. And then if a black man had the uh, audacity to get educated or have a, a decent business, he was called an uppity Negro and them were the ones the Ku Klux Klan went after. 
to intimidate them not to vote after Reconstruction. Those were Christians that were doing that. Those were Christians who, who held slaves. Glory to God. We don't just have to talk about the slaves. What about, what about the genocide in Rwanda? Where there were 800,000 people in the Clinton administration and America turned their backs on them people and wouldn't allow a, a, a vote for this for the UN to send in troops. Bill, Bill Clinton had to say he was sorry for that. It was a bad mistake. But that's because them people were black. They were black Christians being killed by some, but by a lot of them, the, the Islamic uh, folks. It wasn't just Islamic against Christian, but a lot of those people who were being killed by the between those two tribes, 800,000 people. Nobody said a word. And America glory to God if the church restrains evil then how did Hitler get here if the church restrains evil then how did Kim Jong-un and all these places where you can't mention the name of Christ how did they get there how is it that the church is restraining evil in the world it didn't stop Dylan Roof from walking in a church and slaughtering nine people in Bible study it didn't stop this guy at Sandy Hook slaughtering 26 kids 20, 20 kids and six teachers. It didn't stop that. It didn't stop Ku Klux Klan from burning crosses, doing cross lightings. That that was their way of being. They're expressing their faith to Christ. They think they're doing the right thing. Those were Christians, right? If God if God restrains evil through the church, then how did then how did abortion get passed? Let alone trying to stop it now. How did it get passed? See, see, evangelicals they got this big thing about oh we gotta stop the the, the, the abortion. And I agree, I'm pro life. Yeah, I'm pro life. But I'm I'm not just pro life in the womb. I'm pro life in the womb and to the tomb. You, you you care about me in the womb, but you won't care nothing about me after I'm born and I live in one of these ghettos and I'm not I'm not blonde haired and blue eyed. Then you don't care about me. Then if a police shoot me down and all I got in my hand is my cell phone, you go, oh, he's just doing his job. There's there's no systemic racism in America. There's no problems like that. Oh no, we're we're beyond that. Can uh, didn't they have a, just have a black president? And is, isn't there a black mayor down in Atlanta? So th see, there things are equal. Come on, listen, listen. The idea that God restrains evil through the church—that's how He's doing it—is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. And the reason why it's ridiculous, a lot of the wickedness that's in the world is because of the church. It's ridiculous. It's a job description that was given to the Holy Spirit by human theologians who came up with a, a rapture doctrine based on the fact of the Holy Spirit being the restrainer of 2 Thessalonians and they had no Bible proof of that. Ladies and gentlemen, in my book, Revelation Revolution, I the weaknesses of pre-trib at that level. Now, my book isn't doesn't address the other issues of pre-tribulationism because I don't have to address the rest of those. If they, if they got it wrong with the restrainer, they have a problem with that doctrine, period. Because that means the whole left-behind scenario and all of that is wrong. It's all wrong. 
ladies and gentlemen you have to get my book Revelation Revolution the Antichrist Angels and the Abyss and you must know the times answers to 25 essential questions on in time prophecy I'm going to play the promo one more time we're going to have a word of prayer and then we're going to go you must know the times answers to 25 essential questions on end times prophecy a powerful new book by dennis james woods wildfires earthquakes hurricanes and floods that devastates entire communities global pandemics that kills hundreds of thousands of people social injustice unrest and lawlessness that threatens our societies where is this world heading and what does the bible say about the end times you must know the times is an eye-opening book specifically designed to educate readers about the last days you will learn what the bible says about conflicts in the middle east the tribulation period the nation of israel the mark of the beast the antichrist armageddon the rapture of the church and many more essential topics get your copy today of you must know the times by dennis james woods at amazon itunes google books barnes and noble or wherever books are sold yes ladies and gentlemen let me send you a copy of both of my books buy one get one free 25 bucks shipped autographed to you all you have to do is send me an email to phd ministries 400 at att.net put in the subject line i want your book and then we'll wow i'll get back with you we'll work out the payment arrangements and all of that listen it's time for me to go god bless you let's have a word of prayer father we do thank you and praise you lord god for all of the people out there in podcast land wherever in the world that they are right now lord god bless them and keep them lord god help them to be uh, stand fast in this evil day lord god we are with Witnessing things in the United States that no one would have thought they would have ever seen. Just, just this has just been completely off the chain not to mention all of the people dying from one of the deadliest pandemics since 1918 Lord God help us we need help in the church we're not ready for you to come back we think we're ready we want you to come back because we want to hurry up and get out of here but Lord I believe you're not finished yet there are people that's yet to be saved there are people yet to hear the gospel and so Father we thank you and we praise you Lord God bless your people keep us Lord God in these troublesome times in Jesus name we pray God bless you we love you for real though you have just enjoyed and have been a part of another episode of the revelation revolution we'll see you next time